You are listening to Mindfully Well with Mel, episode number four. Hey friends, welcome to Mindfully Well with Mel. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I'm a registered nurse, certified functional nutritionist, and life coach who empowers busy women to attain the life they love and to feel well inside and out. This podcast dives deep into the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of what it looks like to live mindfully well. So let's get started. A holiday is meant to be enjoyed, and you get to decide what that means to you. The holiday should not be a dreadful time of year simply because you're afraid of losing control or gaining weight, or maybe you're going into it not feeling like yourself because you didn't lose the weight you said you would at this time last year. But none of that is the real reason you feel fear, dread, or annoyance around the holidays. It's simply you not being clear on how you want to think and feel during this season. But you get to choose. And I hope you don't consciously choose fear, dread, or resentment over these last couple of months of the year. You probably want to feel peace, control, confidence, especially around the types of foods you'll be around. So you get to decide, and that's going to be the action from this podcast. Don't just listen and move on. Really think about it. What do you want to think and feel this season? For me, I want to feel calm. Regardless of the situation, the environment, the food, or the alcohol. Calm is the feeling I want. And now that I know that, I know what types of thoughts I need to produce in order to have this feeling. This looks like Everything I love to eat is in abundance and I don't need to hurry. I can make mashed potatoes whenever I like. Everywhere I'm supposed to be, I'll be. Those thoughts make me feel calm. And when my feeling is calm, my actions will support this. It won't be drinking wine to just calm myself down. It won't be overeating at Thanksgiving because it's only one day and I'll never get mashed potatoes again for another year. And it won't look like feeling bad about not making it to all the get-togethers that we're invited to because I know that I'll be where I'm meant to be. And conscious planning will get me there. So that's the focus of today's podcast. Conscious planning, conscious eating, conscious thinking and feeling. Because when you are conscious, you're living into that said way of how you want to think and feel this season. Remember, mine was calm. You aren't pushing your way through the aisles of Target like a mad woman. You're not micromanaging every bite of food or white knuckling your way past the cookie platter only to succumb to eating 10 of them before bed. You're not overwhelmed all day on Thanksgiving and when you finally sit down to eat, you just completely check out and overeat. You thinking what you want to think and feel ahead of time. You're clear. You make that your priority. You also want to decide how do you want to approach the holiday season with your goals in mind. 
I often hear, it's hard to lose weight during the holidays. I'm afraid of gaining weight. I'm so busy that there's no way I can still do this. Is it true? No, it's not. Can you lose weight during the holidays if you want? Yes, you absolutely can. I see people do it all the time. But you do want to have the right conscious planning and actions to support this. It's not going to happen without intent and clarity, right? But do you have to lose weight during the holidays? No, you don't. But you do owe it to yourself at a minimum to care for yourself in a loving way. This looks like saying yes to the things you love and consciously plan for and saying no to the things that you don't love. It looks like still eating vegetables this season and opting for water instead of another glass of wine. It looks like planning time for yourself in the coming weeks so that you don't end up with an overloading stress bucket leaking all over the place. Did you hear last week's episode? If not, after this one, go back and take it a listen. And if you did, now you have to add holidays into that stress bucket. You see, when we don't care for ourselves during this season, we end up eating and drinking our way through it because your mind and body are just trying to survive. They want to feel better and they both love immediate gratification and cookies are fantastic for immediate gratification. And so are trail mixes and Chex mixes. And regardless if you're a sweet or savory person, there's always temptation around in this time of year. So choose your priority. Do you want to lose? Do you want to maintain? Be confident in your choices and plan for your choice. At times we think that we deserve to let loose during the holiday season. But remember, deserving food has nothing to do with this. We all deserve food. It's a human right. And no human deserves to fill their body with crappy food, too much alcohol, and feeling like a slug for six weeks. And so is it really easier to feel like crap during the holidays and to choose the easier route of just eating what sounds good and losing all inhibition? No, it's not. Your brain might tell you that before you start indulging, but it's seeking to feel good right now. You always get to choose when your hard happens and when your easy happens. Remember, life is always a 50-50 experience. If you want it to feel hard right now by saying no to the things, the foods, the activities, the drinks that don't serve you, your stress, your energy, your body in order for it to feel easier later, which looks like you feeling confident from your choices. It looks like feeling proud. It looks like having energy and a clear mind and pants that still fit okay. Or you can choose the easy thing right now, which is saying yes to the things you really don't want to do by saying yes to too many sweets or eating way past satisfaction or yes to another glass of wine. And that all feels really easy. It feels really good. But you're exchanging that for your hard later when you're too full, when you're overly stressed, when you just want to lie down, but you have so much to do and you're exhausted. Remember, you get to choose when the hard comes and when the easy comes. And remember to weigh the outcomes of each. If you choose to maintain your weight, then do what you need to do to maintain your weight. This does not mean loosening all the reins and having no conscious planning or intentions behind your food. 
If it's to lose, then you make the plan and you know that you have to be diligent with it. And you have three options. You can lose, you can maintain, or you can gain. If you choose to maintain your weight during the holidays, but end up with an extra 10 pounds on January 1, you weren't clear on your choice. This is up to you, but do it with intention and do it with confidence that you can do what you said you would do. The next thing I want to discuss is to allow yourself to make a different plan around these special days. The holidays are meant to be culturally valuable. Make sure your plans include this. That means that Thanksgiving and whatever holidays you celebrate deserve a different plan. If your plan doesn't include the foods you truly love to enjoy at this time of year or foods that you traditionally eat, then it's not the right plan. The right plan will include your favorite foods and traditions, even when they're not nutritionally dense foods. Remember, plan a different plan because these days are going to be different and they deserve that. Remember that enjoyment of food is okay. We tend to think and say food is fuel, which is absolutely correct, but then we tend to think that something's wrong when we really enjoy the food. You worry that enjoyment means loss of control, but it doesn't. Food is meant to be enjoyed, and that's how we got here. It was an evolutionary process, right? If food didn't taste good and didn't give us feel-good feelings, we wouldn't have kept doing it. Now, what about those foods that just taste so good and you do feel like you lose control over? Well, my suggestion isn't to not eat them. It isn't to hide it or simply not make them. It's to be conscious around them. When you are mindful around the food you eat, you take the enjoyment to a really conscious level that actually makes the experience even better. When you eat and eat and eat out of control because it tastes so good, you're letting your reactive mind take over. And that looks like eat, it tastes good, it feels good, eat, and you just keep going. And there's no conscious point of checking in with yourself. And then a little while later, you're thinking, how did I eat so much? I don't even remember part of it. And that's because you simply weren't mindful and you allowed yourself to completely check out. And when you allow yourself to check out from that experience, you're not even fulfilled emotionally or physically from that food. And so in a sense, it's kind of a waste. And that's why being mindful with your food and fully enjoying it thinking about it while you're eating it, making it an experience is going to fulfill your emotional cup with the food and also actually fill up your physical body. In addition to the food that tastes so good and losing control, if you haven't been managing your stress levels throughout the holidays and you find yourself around the food that you easily lose control over, guess what's going to happen? Your mind is overwhelmed and it sees your favorite food and it says, hey, you deserve this. And when you take action out of thinking you deserve food, it's out of integrity. And then you overcompensate for how shitty you feel from stress and overdoing the cookies. And now you're full of regret and guilt. And what happens when you feel guilty or remorseful? You start the negative feedback loop. And you feel something emotionally bad. Your mind looks for comfort. You eat or drink because it works fantastically. 
if that's a word. It works wonderfully. How about that one? Because when you eat or drink, you get a nice little dopamine hit and you get those feel goods. And then after that goes away, you end up with the negative emotions again because you've done something out of not being not a trustful place with yourself, not out of integrity. And so then you end up feeling guilty and remorseful. And why did I do that? And your mind says, hey, cookies worked really well last time. We should do that again. And there's the cookies. And so you eat them and you overeat them. And you have that feel-good feeling in your brain that says, hey, I told you, it works really well. These cookies, every time they make you feel good, or that extra glass of wine always does the trick. And then you end up in a negative emotion. You feel guilty. You feel remorseful. Why can't I just get it right? Why do I keep eating these cookies when I say I'm not going to? I said I was going to have one glass of wine. I ended up with three. And this is the negative feedback loop. It happens with those foods that we tend to micromanage so deeply. We say we can't have any, can't have any, we don't trust ourselves. And then when they are there and we are feeling miserable, it ends up to be an out of control situation. And this can all be avoided if you can just become conscious in your living and your eating. This simply means thinking about what you want to think and feel. How often do we actually plan for that? We don't. We just wake up and we hope for the best. But we can plan for the best by consciously thinking, how do I want to think and feel? And we live into that with supportive actions. We can't just like say, I'm going to think this, I'm going to feel this, and hope for the best, that doesn't work either. We still need to know what are supportive actions. But when we're already in that thought and that feeling process, a higher vibration thought and feeling, our actions are going to support that so much better. Whereas when we're in a negative thought and feeling like overwhelmed, I feel stress or overwhelmed and I feel resentment because I have this thing that I have to go to and I don't want to do that, then your actions are going to be lower vibration actions, not really supporting a healthier lifestyle. It's going to be out of, um, you know, things out of resentment aren't, the actions aren't always going to be very high vibration, right? But the actions out of feeling calm are probably going to be a lot more supportive of how to support me to continue to feel that way. So how do you really integrate this into your life? I love journaling and I really think that journaling can help you connect um, what's going on on a subconscious level to what's going on on a conscious level. You can really like marry those two beautifully when you sit down and you start to write out your thoughts. And so journaling can work really well for this. So you can just sit down with, if you don't even have like a, a fancy journal, you don't have to have a fancy journal, just grab any piece of paper, even a post-it note and like commit to this is how I want to think. And this is how I want to feel throughout the end of this year. So we have like seven ish weeks left. How do you want to think? And how do you want to feel for the rest of this year? Put it on post-it notes and then make a few of them and put them where you are often, right? So put it at your desk, put it on your car dashboard, put it on your stove, put it on your mirror in your bathroom. Just two words, how you want to think, 
how you want to feel. And that reminder each and every day will integrate that into your brain and they'll make little tiny neural pathways. And pretty soon it won't be so hard to think and to feel this way, but it will be a lot easier because you're seeing it every day and you're reminding yourself every day. And it's so much easier then to have actions that will support that when we're being reminded every single day versus thinking about it today. And then in six weeks, you're like, oh yeah, I was going to be a lot more calm this season, but it looks like that didn't happen. And it's because you thought about it once and you never went back. Your mind needs to be reminded over and over again. So give it that gift, write down a post-it note or a journal, or maybe your daily planner or the background on your phone or your desktop, wherever you see things often, just put those two words. So now what happens when you do the thing of thinking how to think and feel this season and you are reminded about it every day, you look at your post-it note, but you still aren't doing it and you don't know why. And here is the reason. Are you ready? Get ready for this. You're not allowing room for discomfort. Just because you know how you want to think and feel doesn't make it easy. It makes it simple. But what happens from there is that you need to be open to experiencing the uncomfortable because your mind is just going to want to take the extra glass of wine. Of course it does. And your mind is going to tell you that you just want one more cookie. Duh. Expect it to feel hard and be okay with doing it anyway or not on the things that you should be saying no to. And once you start doing this, being okay with any feeling, including discomfort, you will build trust with yourself that you can do anything. You can say no to the things you love and the things you don't, regardless on how they make you feel. You can allow any feeling to be there without buffering it away with food and drinks, social media, procrastination, whatever it is. And this is where you will build trust and integrity with yourself. This is the magic friend. This is when you can trust yourself that you will do what you said you will do. There's no hoping for the best. There's no fear around losing control. There's no resentment for your great aunt Sally putting another piece of pie on your plate and you eating it because you just don't want to hurt her feelings. There's only trust. And when you build that, my friends, You've built freedom from the holidays being something you dread to a season of love. If you love today's podcast, I am hosting a free planning a healthier holidays class tonight, which is very short notice for you if this is on Tuesday, November 22, but I'm actually going to put a link in the show notes. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday on the release day, you can still sign up for this class. It's going to be at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time or grab the replay if it's after. We will be sitting down to actually plan how you wanna think and feel around the holidays. I'm gonna guide you through this and also some of my favorite tips and tricks. This is an up level from the podcast today. So if you love this, you will want to listen to this class. And my tips and tricks are not gonna include running a 5K before you eat or making a soy burger turkey sort of food. It involves eating your favorite foods consciously. And I'm also going to be running a fantastic Black Friday special for a few spots in my signature program, Mindfully Well. Mindfully Well is a six-month health and weight loss program for busy women. 
It encompasses the mental, physical, and emotional components of forever weight loss. However, it's not just for weight loss. It's also for maybe some body composition changes, more muscle, less body fat, but really it's for an overall healthier and happier life. I've coached hundreds of women through this program, and I would be honored to do so for you. You can read more about this program through the show notes and listen to the masterclass for the Black Friday special. This will be available until the special pricing spots are full. Okay, guys, I'll see you next week. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindfully Well with Mel. If you're ready to take practical steps to live a more mindful and healthy life, I encourage you to follow along on Instagram. You can find me at Melissa underscore Ike, where I share tips to help women just like you become healthier, lose unwanted weight, and feel well without the extremes and overwhelm. If this episode resonated with you, please leave a review on iTunes, which helps me to continue to create content you love. Finally, please note that the material in this episode is for educational purposes only and is not intended as a replacement for medical advice. Thanks for listening.